0: Hello, and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we are sitting down with our guest, Kenny Driscoll, the Fire Marshal for James City County. Welcome, Kenny.
1: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: Glad you're here. First of all, tell us, what does the Fire Marshal's Office do?
1: The Fire Marshal's Office is responsible for enforcement of the Virginia Statewide Fire Permission Code, investigation of fires and fire-related incidents in James City County, Community risk reduction efforts are handled through the fire marshal's office and our fire safety public education.
0: That sounds like a busy office. Yes, it is. How many staff?
1: Uh, We've got three inspector and investigators and then one fire safety public educator.
0: Okay. Now, how long have you been the fire marshal?
1: I've been the fire marshal for two years.
0: Two years. And then you were with the fire marshal's office before that?
1: I was an assistant fire marshal for 10 years before that.
0: Okay. What is the most common thing that you do every day?
1: mostly inspections.
0: Okay, now when you say inspections, inspections of what?
1: We do our uh, business inspections in the county uh, and we will also assist the building officials office with new building inspections.
0: Okay, and what are you looking for with the inspections?
1: Making sure that any fire protection systems are being maintained.
0: Like sprinklers, fire extinguishers? Fire
1: extinguishers, fire alarm systems, making sure those systems are being maintained and then making sure that there are no fire hazards present on the property
0: okay like extension cords running from one side of the building to the that's correct right or space heaters space
1: heaters and uh exit issues making sure that exits are still free and clear and unobstructed
0: we used to have space heaters here but we can't have them anymore nope nope not good for fire safety and it's not really good for the environment of the building as well that's right that's right you were originally i believe a police officer I was. And how long were you a police officer with the county?
1: I was a police officer here for six years.
0: Six years. What caused you to switch over to fire service?
1: My intention for getting in the police department was to help people. Okay. And I helped plenty of people uh, <laughs> as a police officer. Uh-huh. But I just felt like that, that the fire department would be a better way for me to help people.
0: Well, fire marshal, you have enforcement powers Yes. As well. So it's kind of a nice marriage between the two.
1: Yes. That's originally after I had been on the floor as a firefighter Mm -hmm. for a little while. Because of my experience as a police officer and an investigator, uh, investigation experience doing that, I moved into the fire marshal's office as an assistant fire marshal.
0: Okay. And I think that there's another fire marshal that used to be a police officer with the county as well, right?
1: Yes, Michelle uh, Toutain also used to be with the police
0: department. Okay, very good.
1: And Greg Thompson used to be with the sheriff's office.
0: So it's a good way to be able to keep great talent in the county, but have different opportunities. Yes. That's awesome. So we're taping this the middle of June, and summer is upon us finally, and fireworks are a big deal for folks around the 4th of July. That's right. Now, a lot of people come to James City County from all over the country to live. We have a lot of retirees and military and different groups. So there are people that come here that may not be entirely familiar with what the James City County Code is for fireworks. Can you fill us in on that?
1: Sure. First, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, there are certain consumer fireworks that are legal. Okay. In James City County, however, none None. are legal.
0: Okay, sparklers.
1: Sparklers, anything that shoots in the air or explodes. They're all illegal in James City County.
0: Okay. So we don't have any fireworks stands in our community, but I understand that there are some to the west of us and to the north of us. What if somebody has gone and purchased fireworks if already? They-
1: If there are citizens who have uh, fireworks in James City County Mm -hmm. and they would like to get rid of them, they can always come by any fire station and drop them off. We'll take them. No questions asked uh, for disposal.
0: What if it's the 4th of July night and you find somebody in your neighborhood that is lighting off fireworks, scaring your dogs, what have you? What can you do?
1: What you can do is you can call 911 to report that it's going on. And also, fire marshals with the police will be doing extra patrols that night. Okay. And when we come across someone who's in possession of fireworks, they can be charged with Class 1 misdemeanor for the possession and the use of the fireworks. However, we would rather handle it as an education issue, Mm -hmm. and we can take the fireworks from the citizens for disposal.
0: Okay. There's a campaign that's going on right now in the Hampton Roads area. Leave the fireworks to the professionals. That's correct. So that is something that you would agree with. Yes. And we have here in our own community, several fireworks displays around that week. So We do.
1: Bush Gardens will have their usual fireworks displays. I think it's the third and the fourth. Okay. And, you know, Clooney Williamsburg, they have their fireworks show.
0: So there's plenty of opportunities to see fireworks. You Certainly. don't have to have them in your backyard. Certainly. Okay. Very good. Now, another fire marshal question that I think comes up quite often is burn bans. Like if if I have some trash or if I'm clearing some brush from behind my house and I want to go home and burn that brush, is that something that I can do?
1: In some parts of the county, in areas zoned A1 agriculture, you can burn yard debris. And even within those areas, if you're in a platted subdivision with three or more houses in that subdivision, you still cannot burn your debris.
0: So a pretty good rule of thumb is if you live pretty close to any other houses, you can That's correct. not burn it.
1: Any residential areas, any neighborhoods, you're not allowed to burn yard debris.
0: Okay. For those agricultural areas, there's a burn ban that happens every year for a certain amount of time. Can you explain that burn ban a little bit?
1: Sure. In the spring of the year, when the humidity is at its lowest and the winds are usually pretty high, from February 15th to April 30th, there is a Department of Forestry burn ban. It's a time that you can burn. Uh, You can only burn usually permitted burn. You can only burn after four o'clock and not beyond midnight.
0: Okay. And that's because of the humidity and there's just a good chance that the fire can go out of control. That's correct. And we've all seen forest fires on the news and that would just be horrific. Yes, it would. So whatever we can do to prevent that. Now, you do something with food trucks at festivals. Is there something that the fire marshal is responsible for?
1: Yes, we will do a food truck inspection to make sure that they have all the proper fire protection equipment on their food truck.
0: Okay, very good. And I've seen firsthand a truck be turned away from a county event because they did not have...
1: They didn't have the proper equipment.
0: Right, so that's great. You're out there doing that work. What else would you say? We've talked about... Burning of debris, we've talked about fire bans, we've talked about fireworks. What else would you say would be a big issue in terms of prevention that people can do for fires?
1: Well, most of your fires occur in the home, and most of those fires in homes uh, occur in the kitchen.
0: Okay. So
1: mostly your cooking operations should be handled as safe as possible. Never leave cooking unattended. If there is a fire, don't try to put it out with water. Because the water will displace the grease and make the fire worse. Uh, Best thing to do is just cover it with a lid and get out of the house and call 911.
0: Okay. Now, smoke alarms. How often should people change their batteries and their smoke alarms?
1: You should check your smoke alarm every month. Okay. And then a good rule of thumb is when you set your clocks ahead or back, change your batteries.
0: Okay. Now, is there a life expectancy on a smoke alarm?
1: Smoke alarm is usually good for about 10 years. Okay. So you should change your smoke alarm every 10 years.
0: Okay. And I understand that the fire department has a service where they will go out. Can you talk about that?
1: Yes, we do. We've partnered with the American Red Cross Home Fire Campaign, where we will come out and we will install up to three smoke alarms, Okay, provide a little bit of fire education, fire safety education, and help you with home escape planning.
0: Wonderful. And any charge for that?
1: There's no charge.
0: That's great. So what would somebody do if they wanted to learn about that?
1: Call 220-0626.
0: Okay. 220-0626? Yes. Yep.
1: Okay. And we would send a crew out to help them with that. For more information on fire safety, people can visit nfpa.org. And there is plenty of fire safety public education information to be had there.
0: And I imagine for all ages?
1: For all ages, yes.
0: Very good. Well, thank you. Well, as I tend to do on this podcast, I can't let you go without asking you a few questions. Okay. All right. Are you game? Sure. Okay. First of all, I spoke with your chief and I said, tell me something about Kenny that I can use in the podcast and he told me that you are a bit of a Washington Redskins fan. I am. Now, I typically I've asked trivia and I'm not going to really do trivia, but I just want your opinion. Best Redskins coach ever. Who would you say? Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs. And he was with us and then left and then came back. Yes. And then he left again. And talk to me about RG3. Was that a good decision to draft RG3?
1: It seemed like it at the time. It turned out to not work out so well.
0: How long have you been a Redskin fan?
1: Well, I was born into it.
0: Ah, good.
1: So because of my father, I was.
0: Very good. Think it's going to be a good year?
1: I think so. If we can protect Kirk Cousins, I yes. think that we'll have a good year.
0: Do you call Kirk Cousins Captain Kirk? Because that's what we call him at our house. No. No, but you should, <laughs> Captain Kirk. A couple other questions. What's your favorite hobby? Um, probably
1: biking or fishing with my son. Oh,
0: good. What do you like to fish for?
1: Uh, we'll just go freshwater fishing, ponds,
0: okay. river around. Do you do anything here in the county? Any of our...
1: Sure. Uh, we use the Little Creek Reservoir.
0: Very good. So then you had mentioned your son. Do you have children?
1: I do. I've got two. A son and a daughter.
0: And your daughter, I'm thinking, goes to Longwood? She does. Because you have a big old Longwood bottle here. Very good. What year is she?
1: Uh, She is in her junior year.
0: What is she wanting to do?
1: Graphic design.
0: Oh, nice. Very good. And your son, what year is he?
1: He is a rising ninth grader.
0: Does he play any sports or anything?
1: He played baseball and lacrosse mm-hmm. before he uh, joined the Colonial Fife and Drum, so oh. that kind of takes a lot of his time now.
0: Very good. Now, does he play fife or drum?
1: He's a fifer.
0: Okay, and how long has he been doing that?
1: He's been doing that for about four years.
0: Wow, and from what I understand, that is quite the time commitment. It is. That's excellent. You must be really proud. I'm very proud. That's neat. Nice. Two great kids. How about pets?
1: We've got... Two dogs.
0: Two dogs. I have to ask, what are their names?
1: One is Gracie and Mm -hmm. one is Finn.
0: Do either one of them have a Twitter account? They do not. Because Ruth Larson's dog has a Twitter account. And you can follow Ruth Larson's dog at Boomer Larson. Oh my. There you go. So you may want to look into that for your dogs. I (laughs) will. All right. What TV show are you into right now?
1: Right now, I like probably Big Bang Theory.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Now, do you watch anything like Chicago Fire or any of I those not, shows? None of those. No. Understood. <clears throat> Understood. And
1: actually, we spend a lot of time watching uh, because I don't watch a lot of network stuff like uh-huh. that. So we'll watch you know, a lot of like History Channel and yeah. Discovery Channel, stuff yeah. like that.
0: Good stuff out there. What is your favorite ride at Busch Gardens?
1: My favorite Ride of Bush Gardens, because I was there when it came, was the Loch Ness Monster.
0: Oh, wow. Classic.
1: But I I do like uh, the Apollos Cherry.
0: Oh, very good. Have you been on Invader yet? I have not. I've heard good things. Have to give that a try. I'll try it. All right. Now, I need you to pretend with me. You are hosting out-of-town company at your house for the week. What is the one or two things that you would want to make sure that they do in James City County before they go home?
1: We would visit Jamestown. Mm Mm-hmm. We would visit Bush Gardens mm-hmm. and Colony Williamsburg.
0: Well, that would be a busy trip That's for a them. Yes, Very good. We live in a special place. We sure do. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming in. This wasn't too painful. It was not, no. no. So we will have to have you back. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Thanks so much, Kenny. Thank you for having me. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts and also on the county's website at jamescitycountyva.gov. Scroll all the way to the bottom and you can see all of our podcasts. So thank you very much and we will talk with you next week.